another day, another dollar in post-pandemic America. And uh, as a research firm and as an alternative news site, or I shouldn't say alternative, independent, we don't really, we're not alternative by choice, right? We're more independent than anything. And uh, we're usually not that big on UFOs or Bigfoot hunting or the Loch Ness Monster or things of this nature, uh, forest fairies and so on. Uh, we're usually not big on these things, but, you know, there's just been an overwhelming number of news stories about this. Uh, this is this is my news feed at the moment. So New York Times headline, after shooting down flying objects, U.S. and Canada have more theories, more theories than answers. And then... NORAD has given notice of an air defense exercise around the Washington, D.C. metro area, which is set for Tuesday, tomorrow, as, as this is being recorded, tomorrow. So if you hear loud jets and stuff on Tuesday in the D.C. or Virginia area, it's probably, probably this uh, NORAD exercise, a little bizarre. And then, here we go. We have a headline from Business Insider. The U.S. has shot down three suspicious flying objects in three days. Here's what we know about the UAP floating over North America. Floating present tense, as in they think there's something floating eastward. Uh, and this map shows a uh, what they're calling the Super Sunday Octagon. So they're calling this object the Super Sunday Octagon because it was sighted yesterday. Uh, before the uh, Super Bowl. And apparently is octi an octagon in shape, so not a traditional balloon of any kind. An octagon, whatever that means, so something with eight sides. And there have been some reports that it has... Uh, it has something dangling off of it. So, you know, like wires or... wires or cord or tentacles or something. Pretty bizarre account something that's shaped like an octagon and has stuff dangling off of it and so the other thing that's come out is this theory uh that all of these recent objects first appeared either Im immediately above or within close proximity to nuclear sites of some kind so supposedly the, the ones that were spotted in Alaska and in uh, Montana had some proximity to nuclear silos or nuclear installations. And then the one over uh, Lake Michigan or Lake uh, Huron, that one apparently was first sighted above a, a, a civilian nuclear power plant in Wisconsin. So that's the claim that popped up on Reddit. Uh, so I'm piecing that together. So very interesting times. And then, of course, China has claimed that they spotted a similar UFO, and they were strongly considering shooting it down, but for whatever reason chose not to. Uh, someone says if the media is reporting it, then it must be a distraction. Yeah, that's that's kind of my initial impression but at the same time 
if something's just happening and they can't avoid it, they're going to cover it to some extent, you know. Uh, so very unusual. And then there's a headline that people on Twitter were upset about who Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, here we go. Headline on my newsfeed. Twitter isn't happy about who Elon Musk was sitting next to at the Super Bowl. And who was he sitting next to? Well, none other than Rupert Murdoch, the 91-year-old owner of News Corporation, which owns hundreds of newspapers and TV stations worldwide, according to the article, the article on uh, MSN. So, not, not such a populist rabble-rouser. He's hanging out with Rupert Murdoch. I just, I, you know, our Twitter account, we, we built a new Twitter following from scratch over there to try it out, right? We tried to get our old account back. I had a personal account there that was, of course, banned for tweeting about John Podesta years ago. And it was an account with like 75,000 followers. So it'd be cool to get it back. And we tried to. And although he restored seemingly everybody who was wiped out, everybody who got wiped out during those weird 2017, 2018 kind of fever dream years in America, where we felt we thought you could say whatever you wanted. Now it turns out you can't, but we thought we had free speech. And uh, all those people got restored aside from seemingly me and that account. So we, we set up a new one, and it gets pretty, you know, pretty admirable following over the last month because I've been promoting it on TikTok. And, uh, and then recently I responded to Elon Musk, responded to one of his tweet threads, which he doesn't consider to be spam because he himself has said that, that the reply thread is like the modern, modern form in our democracy or something. I hate to find the exact, the exact thing he tweeted, but basically he said something in favor of, of reply spamming saying that this is the new forum, is, is responding to a popular person. So I responded to him, was one of the first people in his reply thread, and said, hey, what's up with you ending the Twitter files after meeting with John Podesta in D.C.? You know, it seems like you get your tax credit for your Tesla Model Y, which they were withholding from you, because they wouldn't classify this as an SUV, even though it's clearly SUV-esque, more of an SUV than a sedan. Uh... So they give him that just days after he meets with John Podesta, who's supposedly in charge of the climate change uh, finances at the White House. And again, he totally drops the Twitter files. The most embarrassing part of the Twitter files to the establishment was part three. You can do a search on Google for uh, Fulcrum News Twitter files part three. And we have the screenshots. But basically, it showed that Leslie Podesta, who is John Podesta's niece, was on Twitter's trust and safety team back when it was a public company before Musk bought it and took it private. She was on this creepy trust and safety team that, in effect, was a censorship board in constant touch with the federal government. And she was, she was uh, allegedly silencing child trafficking claims, allegedly was literally silencing accounts who were either victims of sex trafficking or journalists or activists talking about child trafficking. It was literally deep-sixing these accounts. So anyway, to bring you back to what I was talking about a minute ago, this new Twitter account that we built up, 
I reply to Musk and I say, hey, what's up with you ending the Twitter files after meeting with Podesta in D.C.? And within minutes, our account gets shadowed. And what I mean by shadowed is our tweets still, they go out to people who follow us, but they no longer appear in search results at all, which obviously for a journalist highly limits the usability of that account. So it seems a little thin-skinned to me. I'm not sure if he made that decision or somebody on his team did. But again, within minutes of that seemingly reasonable question to the great Musk, our account gets shadowed. And we've tested this. Here's how you can test if you're shadowed. Make a tweet with something fairly unique, a sentence that nobody else is going to tweet in the same time span, right? So just some random sentence like, hello, pink elephants are here, right? You tweet that, and then you go on, on Twitter's search page, and you search for that exact phrase. You wait if you want, you know, 10 or 15 seconds or a minute. Uh, but you, you search for the exact phrase, and if you're not shadowed, you should see your own tweet and search results. And if you are shadowed, you don't see it at all. It's kind of a creepy experience when you type in something ridiculous that nobody else will, nobody else will type, right? Because you just thought of it. And then you search for it, and it's not appearing publicly. So that to me is just weak. It's thin-skinned. And one of you guys in the comments of one of my videos said that you think, unfortunately, Musk is being blackmailed. I don't know what the, I don't know what your, you know, basis is for that. But a claim from one of our commenters is that he could be uh, being blackmailed. And again, he drops the Twitter files. He's hanging out with Rupert Murdoch, who's is, you know globalist garbage as it comes just the manipulator and uh and that brings us to back to the ufo story so just very bizarre of course we can't trust the media suddenly taking an interest in this but this is actually quite different from the ufo the ufo news cycle of like a year and a half ago remember there was like this whistleblower who wanted congress to release all these navy uh, photos and videos and stuff and to come clean with the public and that weird guy Dr. Stephen Greer the guy the little the uh, what do I call it his alien fetus ragdoll <laughs> that he always trots out as, as proof that aliens are real the guy's alien fetus thing uh, so Guys like Dr. Street, Stephen Greer were getting people excited that this could be it. This is like a year and a half ago. And this seems to me like a totally different angle. You know, we're like entering the UFO discussion from a totally different part of the Overton window. Because the media is not saying, hey, let's, let's potentially re-platform people like Dr. Stephen Greer and give them a voice. It's not saying that at all. Instead, it's saying there's act there's actively something happening in the sky, right? There's actively something unusual that's being shot down by U.S. and Canadian authorities. And now there are claims of lights in the sky in South America. So you got issues on multiple continents. Um, but this is again different because it's not asking to take a second look at any whistleblower's claim or to revisit, you know, classified videos and and photos and stuff. Instead, it's saying there's actively something happening. And again, this octagon thing doesn't make a lot of sense because they say it doesn't appear to be a surveillance craft. And again, it's shaped like an octagon and has tentacles or something. It just sounds weird. It sounds completely unusual. 
And so uh, I think we just report this one as, as it comes to us. It's also weird there is a meteor, or sorry, an asteroid that was announced yesterday, just hours before impact. I guess it impacted early this morning. And a number of people thought it was weird that they would announce such a small asteroid at all. And they gave its exact... Uh, apparently the thing was, was estimated to impact right above the English Channel. Seems unusual that it would it would land in, you know, such a populous area. But obviously it burnt up in the atmosphere or else there'd be news headlines about, you know, London and Paris being gone. But uh, again, just totally unusual announcement that NASA's scout probe, or their scout array, detected this thing and they give us only hours notice, but say, don't worry, it's probably going to burn up. And obviously it did. It wasn't expected to be much bigger than a car, car-sized asteroid. But again, they were able to tell people the estimated impact area, which was the English Channel, so the body of water between England and France. Pretty weird. Clown world, folks. Just like the, uh, you know, the doomsday clock where the closer it gets to midnight, the closer we are to Armageddon, supposedly. Uh, we need a, a clown world clock. Right, where the closer you get to like that meme where the clown puts on more and more makeup, we're at like 90% makeup to clown, right? And at 100%, you're living in a world that's indistinguishable from Ronald McDonald's world. And we're at like maybe 85 or 90% clown world. <laughs> and this UFO thing is so bizarre. And a lack of skepticism from the media too. It's like, oh, okay, just an octagon floating... With tentacles makes total sense. Not gonna ask any follow-up questions of these these weirdos at the Pentagon trotting this stuff out. Alright, let's read this article. It's on the homepage of MSN. US fighter aircraft shot down an object threatening airspace over Alaska on Friday. Then F-22 pilots who saw the object said it quote interfered with their sensors and had no propulsion system. Pretty weird. Would a spy balloon be able to easily interfere with a $300 million fighter jet's uh, high-tech sensors? And then it says, On Saturday and Sunday, additional objects were shot down over Canada and near the U.S. border. A week after shooting down a suspected Chinese spy balloon that floated over the country, F-22 jets shot down an unidentified object threatening flights over Alaska on Friday. Reports offer conflicting details about the object's capabilities and origin, and U.S. intelligence officials have released limited information about its design or intended purpose. Uh, again, that's an article that was on the homepage of MSN. I know it reads like um, I'm reading something from InfoWars, but again, MSN. Uh, so, strange times. Stay tuned if you don't already subscribe to the show. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app. We're on pretty much every single podcast app aside from Spotify. So whatever you use, Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, just find us and add us so you get future updates. And uh, thank you for making the new book number one. It's number one in its category. I think Math and Science Short Reads on Amazon. Number one, so Lincoln Profile and Lincoln Description. We'll have the Amazon page if you want to read the free sample and then buy it. 
uh, available as a Kindle download and as a paperback for the old-fashioned. For those of you who want something tangible, paperback. Yeah, someone likes it. I'm holding a tiny espresso in my hand. Yeah, we're driven by driven by caffeine here at Fulcrum. Uh, look at all these people watching. See, it was like some kind of some kind of glitch in the matrix that I got my fame back on TikTok. And although John Podesta, I'm sure, would love to take it away. About 14 million views over the last eight months. 14 million views. Uh, so thank you guys. And right now we got 150 people in the uh, live chat, in the live stream. Um, someone says uh, Werner, or Werner von Braun, who was the father of the space program back in the 60s. Uh, von Braun said there would be a fake alien invasion they're preparing us for this. It's an interesting theory. Interesting uh, thought. Uh, but yeah, so the 14 million views has meant that a lot of people are interested in our work again, which I guess is why the book is number one in its category. Uh, so again, be sure to read the free sample. And uh, total glitch in the matrix. Now we know we're popular. We know people like our content. And we know that it's been stepped on. We know that it's absolutely been stepped on for whatever reason. And we're not going to waste much time on Twitter now that we know that account's shadowed. It was, it was fun. It was a fun month appearing from all these has-beens. <laughs> all these has-beens who got replatformed. But on to bigger and better things. Between TikTok and Apple Podcast, we reach way more people anyway. And we'll stick to what we're good at. Uh, so that's it for now. But again, it's only Monday. So make sure you have notifications on so you get any future updates. You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.